As he got closer, he noticed two other girls standing in the shadows. It was apparent that Beck, who was the first officer to arrive at the scene, was a little shell-shocked. She appeared to be desperately in need of reassurance. Even in the dim lighting, Marty could see that the pint-sized rookie's face was ghostly white, with a slight green tint. She looked as if she was trying hard to keep whatever she had for dinner from making a reappearance. He couldn't really blame her. It was too easy to recall puking in some bushes at a gory crime scene not that long ago. Patty, what do we have? Marty asked as he tried inconspicuously to shine the flashlight across the faces of the three girls. He pegged them to be most likely high school age. Grabbing hold of the crook of Marty's arm, Officer Beck turned to the girls. We'll be right back. Please try and relax. Just stay right here. She turned back to him. It's bad, Detective Keel. Real bad. She turned on her flashlight, establishing a bright LED path ahead of them, and she led the way toward the tree line. The sound of the weeds and small rocks beneath their shoes seemed to echo throughout the woods. Each crunch beneath their feet felt magnified tenfold as they walked down an overgrown footpath. Officer Beck stopped abruptly, causing him to bump into her. There! She pointed with her light a few feet ahead. Marty followed the ray of the young officer's flashlight with his eyes. He could make out a small body lying face up, surrounded by a mound of broken twigs and weeds. Naked from the waist up, the small exposed white breasts assured him that his first assumption that it was a female was correct. He shined his flashlight slowly up from the torso toward her head, which lay at an angle facing away from them. Something seemed to be placed over her face, because he couldn't make out any of her features. He walked closer in order to get a better look. Marty's first thought was that someone had placed a blanket over her, or that she was wearing a mask of some sort, but he wasn't sure. He finally understood as he caught a strong whiff. There was no mistaking now. There was no escaping the distinct odor of burnt hair and flesh. There was no mask and there was no blanket. Whoever this was no longer had a face. Instead, there was just a charcoal mass of melted skin and muscle tissue. Marty turned back to Officer Beck, who was kneeling now, head between her knees, trying hard not to be sick. He walked over and knelt next to her, his large palm gently rubbing her tiny back. Hey, you okay? he asked as he tried to swallow some bile of his own. She nodded as her top teeth bit down on her bottom lip. It reminded him of that thing that Hope would do if she thought she was going to start to cry. Do you know who she is, Patty? Marty asked her, still rubbing her back. Do those girls know who she is? His hand rose and fell as he felt her inhale and exhale. They said that she is a friend of theirs. They all came up here together, and she got separated from them. They went looking for her, and... The sound of backup vehicles arriving caused them both to let out sighs of relief. Come on. Marty led her back down the path to where they had left the three girls. 
He could see the other officers and crime scene investigators exiting their cars as they reached the opening of the woods. Somehow he managed to go on autopilot and began the task of directing crime scene techs and officers to maintain the integrity of the crime scene. This was his first major case, and he knew that this would make or break his reputation as a homicide detective. He was determined to do everything right. Yet there was more at stake here than his reputation. Everything he did from this moment on would be key to finding the animal that murdered the girl now lying faceless in the woods. He prayed silently that Jean would arrive quickly. He knew that there was nothing better than the voice of experience. <laughs> 